live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hello, I'm so excited to get to talk to you a little bit about the birth of our fourth little nugget, our fourth child. Where to start? Okay. So we decided with this fourth child to be surprised. With our first two kids, we found out that we were having two boys and with our third decided to go ahead and wait because I was just certain that it was a third boy and I just wanted to be a little bit surprised when the baby was born instead of finding out on the ultrasound. I kind of thought that maybe if I waited a little bit, possibly it would change. And lo and behold, our third baby was a precious little girl and her birth story can actually be heard earlier on on the podcast, little Hannah, I kind of felt like maybe the same trick would work if we waited and we were surprised for our fourth. And so we waited to find out what we were having. And I kind of felt like it was going to be a girl. And everyone in our family thought that we were going to have a girl and our kids all thought we were going to have a girl. And so we kind of followed suit with that. And that was until my due date, October 8th. My due date came around and my due date left and I was so surprised because I was just sure this was our fourth child and I was just sure that we were going to be on time or a little bit early and we were late and so by about October 10th I was 1000% certain that I was having another boy. I don't know what it was. It just was something clicked inside of me that just knew that this was going to be a baby boy. And it was. It was a baby boy. Um, So spoiler alert. Sorry about that. But it was a process. So I was a week overdue with our fourth child, which if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're just shaking your head. You can't believe it. I can't believe it. I was completely shocked. So on Thursday, my doctor's appointment, October 14th, I went in to the doctor to uh, get my membrane stripped and I kind of felt like I walked out of there and I kind of felt like, oh, my body's a little agitated. I was kind of having some pains, but it wasn't really anything really big or really to write home about. And so I didn't pay much attention to it. Went and picked up the kids for Mother's Day out and brought them home, got them down for naps and realized that my contractions were about three minutes apart. And I was definitely in labor and my husband was working about an hour away and I had no babysitter for another hour and a half or so. And so I kind of had a moment of, okay, I can't panic because that's not going to help anything, but I need to be very calm and very realistic that my contractions are super close and this is probably labor and I'm probably going to have this baby very soon. So I called my husband. I asked him if he would please start his way home and texted my babysitter to see if there's any possible way that she could come early. And then um, just laid down and tried to relax. And I laid down and my contractions kind of spread back out to being about 
eight to nine minutes apart. And so my husband got home. He was kind of like, okay, ready, ready to go. I said, well, you know, they've spread back out. They're not really consistent anymore. Um, I think we're okay to wait a while. So babysitter got there, grabbed the kids, took them to the neighbors with Chick-fil-A and (laughs) kind of stayed out of the house for a little while. So I decided, you know, I was just going to, I was going to wait. I was going to walk around. We have, we live on some land. So our front yard is humongous. And I decided I was going to walk around and see if that helped things get consistent because stuff, it was just, you know, three minutes here, eight minutes here, 20 minutes between a contraction, two minutes between a contraction. It was just all over the place. So I didn't really feel like I was consistent enough to go into the hospital. Of course, my husband was like, I don't want to deliver this baby in the car or at our house. Um, We were planning on having the baby at the hospital. And so I said, you know, I totally get it. I understand. I'm just not ready. I don't think I'm ready to go yet. So we went inside, had a PB&J. Um, I laid down, I rested for a little while. And so I had read the book with our third child and this child, I reread it, the book Supernatural Childbirth. And I love so many different things about that book. And there are some things that I kind of take with a grain of salt. But one of the main things that it teaches is that childbirth is something we were made to do. And a lot of times movies and books and TV shows portray it as a really scary, fearful, hard, painful thing. when in fact it doesn't necessarily have to be a fearful or an intense thing. So there are definitely moments of being uncomfortable and there are definitely moments of I I don't believe that for me I really could do a completely pain-free childbirth which is what the book talks about but I do believe that when we get tense and scared and afraid and just tighten up that labor is a lot harder than when we are relaxed and calm and just giving over all of our control to God. And so that was kind of my approach. I had some verses that I had committed to memory. I had just some prayers that I was praying. And so around um, 6 p.m. I laid down and on the couch and was having some contractions, but just still nothing was consistent. So I was just praying, you know, God, please just show me when we're supposed to go to the hospital. Let me know. Let it be clear. And I had three contractions, each about exactly five minutes apart that were pretty heavy and pretty big. And after the third one, I just kind of felt in my heart that I was needing to go to the hospital. So I sat up, told my husband, all right, ready to go. So he grabbed the last thing that we had, hopped in the car. We drove to the hospital. We got there. And um, as I was checking in, I told the lady, you know, I'm in labor, gonna have a baby and kind of had a contraction while I was standing there filling out some paperwork and just kind of breathed through it. I was really calm. And I think she kind of rolled her eyes and was like, ah, this girl's not going to be having a baby anytime soon. So she wanted to check me in for observation only. She didn't really want to check me into the hospital. I asked her, you know, is there a place I can walk around? So I'm not just like in the middle of the ER and maybe walk down the hall or something like that. And so she said, you can walk right over there. And my husband was a little bit frustrated. He's like, oh, I can't believe they're just checking in for observation only. You really need to be checked in the hospital. You're going to have this baby really soon. So we'll maybe go back and tell her, go tell her this is our fourth kid and tell her that the last one was born in the hallway. (laughs) So we need to have a little bit of urgency. And so I saw him go back over there and um, tell the woman checking in at the ER, you know, hey, uh, this is our fourth kid. And, you know, he was talking, saying something else. And I could read his mouth say hallway. 
And right when he said hallway, I saw her pick up the phone and immediately call. And within about two minutes, there was a nurse down there walking us up into the labor and delivery area of the hospital. So that was all very smooth and kind of funny. But we got up there and the nurse was so super sweet. She um, checked me and I was six centimeters dilated. So I was excited because I felt like, okay, this is really happening. This is going to be going on. I was 75% effaced. Um, I was texting with my doctor, let her know that I was heading in. She had, um, Justin was the one that had caught our third child. So my doctor hadn't made it in quite in time. And so I know that she wanted the chance to get to be there for this baby. So I was texting her and let her know that we were there and what was going on. And she wound up being able to make it for this child's birth, which was so exciting. And um, the first and last time that she got to deliver for us, um, even though she's been my my doctor for a while. I just tend to kind of do this thing really quickly. So anyways, we got up to our room a little after seven and I was walking around the room just praying and going through this prayer and listening to some worship music. And I was feeling like when I would have a contraction, you know, that if I just prayed through and relaxed and was just calm about it, that it was all um, so much easier and so much less painful. And it was a little uncomfortable, but I definitely was not feeling out of control at all. I felt very in control of the situation. I felt like God was completely had his hand on us and just was going to be right there for that. I had very little, or I, I really would say I had no fear of the situation. I really felt like I was being taken care of. And so I was walking around the room and I was kind of like, oh, I'm getting a little dizzy. You know, I kind of want to walk out in the hallway. And my husband was like, nope, we're going to walk in the, in the room. You can switch directions, but we're not going to leave by this bed. So I was like, okay, given our best, given our past situation. So we were walking around and I had some bigger contractions and I was like, man, okay, I really am needing to push with these contractions. So I had a bigger contraction that I, I was trying to get over to the bed for, um, cause I felt like, okay, you know, this is, this is probably getting close to it. These are getting really big. Um, the nurse had come in a little while before and asked if I wanted to be checked. And I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm progressing. I don't need to be checked. I don't really want to lay down yet. Not really there yet. And so, um, I was looked up the clock and I was like, man, I'm, I'm getting tired. I'm, you know, have, I've maybe been in some form of labor since about one, one thirty, And, um, lately 8 PM had been my bedtime and it was about eight 30. So <laughs> I, was, I was tired. It was 30 minutes past my bedtime, but I was just getting, I was just getting a little tired. Um, and so I looked up the clock and I remember thinking, okay, by eight 45, this baby better be in my arms and just continue to pray for quick, um, easy, relaxed delivery. And I was trying to make it over to the bed and I had a, I had a push. So I asked my husband, you know, grab my elbow, you know, cause I needed to, I needed somebody to help hold me up. I had a push and then, um, I waddled a little bit more and I kind of heard my husband, you know, you're kind of like in this surreal state. I heard my husband, you know, calling out the door for the nurse, the doctor and saying she's pushing. And so, uh, doctor came in, nurse came in, everybody was right there. And I remember her asking to some degree, are you going to lay down? Are you going to have this baby standing up? And right then another contraction hit me and I was like standing up. So I, I did not think that I could get to the bed and get in the bed. And so, um, cause that contraction just came on quick. And so I was pushing and the water sack had, my water sack had not broke yet. So I was pushing and the baby was starting to come out, but was inside the water sack, which is, you know, weird. You hear about that sort of stuff. And so I think either my doctor 
popped it or it popped or something, but the second it popped, oh man, that baby came and it was such a relief. So got that baby, doctor was there to catch and it was pretty amazing. And of course, right after that, you know, everyone's excited, baby's here, doing good, everything's fine. And um, of course, I was like, what is it? What is it? And my husband said, it's a boy. And I, you know, even though part of me just knew for sure that it was a boy, I still was kind of like holding on to thinking that it was a girl. And so I I was like, are you sure? (laughs) Yeah, babe, we're sure. And so um, they handed sweet little baby to me. And of course, you know, those moments after the baby are born are so sweet and so precious. And they put that little baby on my chest and we just snuggled. And I, you know, everybody kind of asked me the question, well, did you wish it was a girl? Did you hope for a girl? Were you surprised? Did you wish it was a boy? And honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I know that God gave us exactly the child that we needed to complete our little family. And that is who we got. And we did not have, you know, any question about that. And so we knew exactly what his name would be because that name was the name that our Hannah was going to be if she had been a boy. And so we got to name him Benjamin David. Benjamin is from the Bible and he was the very last son um, the tribes of Israel. And so Benjamin is the last, and then David is for my father, also from the Bible, means beloved. All of our kids have a family name and a biblical name. And so it was just kind of perfect. It fit. We always had a boy name. And you know what's so funny is we really couldn't decide on the girl's name. And it was it was a toss-up, and one of them didn't really fit, and one of them kind of fit, but didn't really seem like the right name. And so it was... It, it, it really worked out exactly the way it was supposed to. And, you know, our sweet little Hannah, the only girl with three brothers, just means that Hannah and I's relationship is going to be so sweet. And just for me personally, I just have started praying that she has a best friend that's like a sister. And I know that she'll have that. I know that that will be provided for her. And I know she will be one rough and tough little girl. And as for Benjamin, he has been an absolute joy. I was so worried about the way that our kids would handle. I was mostly worried about the way that Hannah would handle because she's had a little bit of jealousy with some with when I've held other kids before. But oh man, they have just loved Benjamin so much. And they have really and truly just pulled together to help around the house and to help with Benjamin and to be kind and loving. And I just wouldn't have it any other way. Now, all the padding and loving does make me a little overwhelmed sometimes, but it's just, I wouldn't have it any other way. And they're just so sweet and precious. And we're all fitting in that Honda Odyssey and we're crammed in there. I think we've all ridden in there one time so far and it's it's worked out. So way to go, Honda. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the day that uh, we don't have so many car seats. Can I get an amen? But that is the gist of our birth and of how little Benjamin David came into the world. And it's just, it's got been a lot of getting used to. I'm so grateful for the friends that are bringing us food. I'm so grateful for the friends that have just dropped by and brought coffee. I am so grateful for the friends that have just supported and texted and loved on us 
us and picked up my kids. And I, I mean, we just are surrounded by community that's been so helpful. So I know I talk a lot about community. I know I've done several um, whole episodes and series on community and finding that relationship and friendship. And I couldn't mean it more. And I couldn't be more thankful for it now because having four kids is real. Having four kids is hard. Having four kids is tiring. (laughs) And having four kids is amazing also. But I would be lying to you if I just said it was all flowers and rainbows and baby snuggles because it's definitely tough. There are definitely hard times. For some reason, as soon as I start to nurse that little guy, every other child needs a huge piece of me so we all wind up in the recliner together but you know these moments are short and they're fleeting and just keeping that perspective has been extremely helpful so I would love to hear from you I would love to hear what you think about his name what you think about that birth story if you have any questions for me about the book Supernatural Childbirth if you want to know more about that if you want to hear more about that experience I'm happy to talk about it I truly truly believe that the more we trust God and the more we let go of fear and the more we just stay relaxed in our life, um, the more he takes control and he's not a God of fear and pain. He's a God of love and joy. And so why wouldn't that work? in childbirth? Why wouldn't that work in labor? So if you're pregnant or hoping to become pregnant and you have the desire to learn more about that, please let me know. I would love, 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 love to hear from you. Shoot me an email, comment on Instagram. And until next time, this has been Jim Brazil on The Unhurried Life. I will see you over on Instagram as I'm posting those stories and those posts of sweet little baby Benjamin. Thank you.